How are you guys doing? <clears throat> it is Thursday, April 7th, 2022. Uh, Dominique, it's 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. And my Odyssey should be going. I do stream live on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at The Hake Report. And <clears throat> so let me just make sure that that is going. Uh, there is a, by the way, just a side note, there is a Bond Rebuilding the Man Odyssey channel. Did you know that? It doesn't stream the church live, but it has the church archives after it goes live. The JLP Odyssey is the one that goes live. So, very nice. I will get to your calls, guys. Yes, we're going. I will get to your calls, guys. Uh, it is Thursday. I want to talk about the Katanji. Is there going to be a Katanji vote today? Is she going to be officially on the so-called Supreme Court and just pollute the Supreme Court even more with her mess? Like she polluted Harvard as if that's even, if that's even possible to pollute Harvard even worse than it already is. But she did it. She found a way by protesting this beautiful flag. I'm going to, I have some clips of her to play. I have a clip, I think, of the Amir Locke uh, press conference by his mother, silly Al Sharpton, and silly Benjamin Crump. Amir Locke was this black guy in like Minneapolis or something. I think it was Minneapolis, Minnesota. Right, Minnesota? The, this guy had a gun. But he was sleeping in a couch at his buddy's house or something, and the cops did a no-knock raid on the buddy's house, or cousins, or something. And he pulled out his gun, and they shot him. He might not have known that it was uh, cops, but he got killed. And we've had big, pro- big uh, debates on this, on this show about no-knock raids. But... A whole lot of black victimhood, you know? So, uh, and I also, I hope to to cover (laughs) cyberbullying. Oh, what a mess. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report, the Hake Report, la, la, la. doing I am fine uh, happy Thursday everybody happy Thursday um, beautiful day it's a beautiful day actually it's gonna be pretty warm today over here it's supposed to be like 92 degrees and it it honestly even during the summer I don't think it was hitting the 90s that much right in this part of LA closer a little bit closer to the coast the coast helps make it more temperate and nice. So, interesting. Uh, I will get to your calls, guys. <laughs> I will get to your calls. 
But first, let me just cover this. This thing that's going to happen, it's going to happen. You know, this Katanji vote probably today by the Senate with uh, rhinos voting for her and the disgusting Democrats. You know how we cheerlead. Ooh, Joe Manchin. Uh, Joe Manchin. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, so independent. Tulsi Gabbard, she's a Democrat, right? Hawaiian woman. Joe Manchin is this supposedly pro-life Democrat from the South somewhere. The beautiful South. Shout out to the beautiful South and to the Facebook crew, by the way. And who's this other woman? Kristen Sinema, a uh, Democrat senator who's supposedly sort of centrist from, what is that, Arizona or somewhere? I think so. She replaced, you know, we, re- we prefer her over Jeff Flake or uh, John McCain, I think. Do we? I don't know. I don't know. But they're all voting for her, I think. Far-left Twitter, far-left enemies of America Twitter, now owned, uh, plurality owned by <laughs> that guy, uh, that rich male from South Africa. Elon Musk. Senate vote expected Thursday on the Supreme Court nominee Katanji. They call her Brown Jackson. I call her Katanji Onika. Brown, Brown maiden name. Jackson, uh, white husband, uh, married name. Nice. But not a, I don't know if he's a normal white. He's, he's a sucker. He just looks like a simp. Looks like a beta. Wearing a mask inside the, uh, the Senate committee hearings. Let me play this clip 11. It's two minutes long. These Reuters reporters, they don't sound like normal Americans. I'm trying to listen to this guy's accent. What type of accent is this? Or is it an accent? But the far-left Reuters, I think this is a Reuters report. U.S. Supreme Court nominee Katanji Onyika secured the support of two more Senate Republicans. This is a little bit old news. On Monday, we already knew about this. Lisa Murkowski and Mitt Romney joined Susan Collins in saying they would vote to confirm J- Katanji Onyika to imitate a Nick Stream was doing, <laughs> pretending, pretending she was like one of those African uh, click-tongued speaking language women. <laughs> uh, three rhinos. Lisa Murkowski, Susan Collins, and Mitt Romney. Makes me want to spit. Listen to this uh, report. It kind of goes over the past days and, I guess, weeks. Listen to this mess from Reuters. Two minutes long, guys. U.S. Supreme Court nominee Katanji Brown-Jackson inched closer towards becoming the first black woman to serve on the nation's top judicial body. On Monday, Jackson secured the support of two more Republican senators in a procedural vote that brings her nomination to the full Senate floor. That comes after the Senate Judiciary Committee deadlocked 11-11 along party lines on whether to advance the nomination. Republicans Lisa Murkowski and Mitt Romney joined Susan Collins, as well as the Senate Democrats and Independents, in voting in favor of the procedural vote. All three said they would confirm Jackson to a lifetime seat in the top court later this week. Jackson is already expected to win the backing of all 48 Democrats and two independents, giving her a majority of support in the 100-member chamber. 
but her confirmation would not change the court's current 6-3 conservative majority as yes, she would fill the seat of retiring liberal justice Stephen Breyer. Look at him. The committee vote followed confirmation hearings last month that again exposed a stark partisan divide towards Supreme Court nominees. Republicans often pursued hostile lines of questioning and tried to paint Jackson as a dangerous liberal activist. She will prove to be the most extreme and the furthest left justice ever to serve on the United States Supreme Court. She will be to the left of Justice Sotomayor. She will be to the left of Justice Kagan. She will be way, way, way to the left of Justice Stephen Breyer. Democrats, meanwhile, praised Jackson's qualifications and record while hailing the history-making aspect of her nomination. If there is one positive to take away from these attacks on her, it is that the nation saw the temperament of a good, strong person ready to serve on the highest court of the land. A final confirmation vote on Jackson was expected for Thursday or Friday. Ridiculous, huh? Shameful. Sorry if my clip volume was a touch low. I, I'm the one who made the clip, so it's my fault if the clip volume was a little bit low. Those of you who are watching on the video feed especially. The audio feed, I don't know, might be, might be better. But guys, so disgusting. And thank God for Ted Cruz, right? Or not right. <laughs> Ted Cruz. In my opinion, a bit of a phony. Um, yeah, according to the far left enemies of America, Associated Press, also far left extremist outlet. They per- they're so extreme. AP, just like Reuters, they're not middle of the road. They are evil. They're for evil. They're against Trump. They believe in ra- that racism exists. They, be- they believe in mentioning... I'm going after the media b- just briefly for this interlude. They pretend that the, um, that the transgenders are, the, are really the false gender that they imagine that they are, that they feel like they are. They uh, don't call illegal aliens what they are. AP it was reported back in like 2013. They changed the name of illegal aliens to be something else, like undocumented immigrants or something like that. They respond to pressure from the uh, extremists, so evil. The extremists, be, which is what they are. The extremists being the people who support the invasion happening in America. Oh my gosh. Bear with me through this uh, tangent, okay? I was listening to uh, the crypto report yesterday, a little bit of it. <clears throat> Asmodore's show over there on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at A-Z-Z-M-A-D-O-R. Because I'm going to be going on there, by the way. But he was interviewing this guy named Paul Town, who I think is on Cozy, just like JLP. But before that happened, he had this amazing intro of just various clips. And I heard, and I saw it on Fox News today, too, confirmed that the illegals are getting Obama phones. Obama phones. <laughs> I call them Obama phones because they're free phones. And Biden is the extension of the Obama administration. Biden is not the real president. <laughs> That's my conspiracy theory. Yeah, he's the so-called real president, but he's like out to lunch, you know? That's my... And this is what the liberal media supports, which includes, you know, people mock CNN, MSNBC, and yeah, they're mockable, but so too is far-left Reuters and far-left Associated Press. Anyway, this Katanji woman back on track, guys. 
I don't want to get too off track. I do gotta get do have to get to calls. Uh, Katanji would make history as the first black woman, and they capitalized the letter B in the word black. Let me correct that. Put black open bracket, lowercase b, close bracket before lack. <laughs> uh, black women lack uh, sense lately. Uh, the first public defender to serve on the U.S.'s high court, too. Oh my gosh, what a disgrace. Speaking of disgrace, let me click a, no, a new uh, thing here. Uh, let me cover Cory Booker. He quotes, <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys got to support JLP on uh, Subscribestar and or Rockfin. I mean, I recommend it. Uh, we have cool exclusive content there. I'm on Subscribestar too. I appreciate the support, guys. Uh, I see three of you already. Three of you. Oh, shout out, guys. But here's Senator, so-called Senator Cory Booker, joke from New Jersey, former mayor of, like, Newark. This is from April 4th, a couple of days ago. ABC News highlighted this twice in tweets on April 4th. This is clip 12, I believe. Cory Booker quotes Maya Angelou's. Maya Angelou is a dead black female poet, kind of fat, I think. Although they put her on a quarter and they made her skinny and young. But she's, she died. Rest in peace, Maya Angelou. Her, Cory Booker, this goofy guy who doesn't even seem quite black, because he's like mixed or something. Bug-eyed guy. Oh, like I'm one to criticize bug-eyed people, but, I, but still, he is. And phony, he's very entertaining though. Just a phony person, and he quotes, Still I rise during the Senate Judiciary Committee hearing, for which, honestly, he should get reprimanded, censured. On Katanji, Onyika. Rise, Judge Jackson, the, all the way to the highest court in the land. Just a bunch of weak woman talk. Listen to this. Here it is. I, I am hearing from people, not just black women, but particularly black women, who have been relating to me their stories about having to come into a room where you're more qualified than the people who are sitting in judgment of you and having to endure the absurdities of disrespect that we saw Judge Jackson endure. The stories I'm hearing are replete from folks in all kinds of jobs and all kinds of experiences in their lives who are so qualified, so worthy, and what they've had to endure. And that's what struck a chord this week. I, I don't think, again, we are gonna have our political substantive dis disagreements, but it was the treatment in some of these questions that, that triggered a hurt in so many people I know and have encountered. How could they create these caricatures? How could they, they, they create these exaggerations? How could they disrespect a person like her who's done everything right in her life and in her journey? How? How qualified do you have to be, double Harvard? How qualified do you have to be clerking at all levels of, of, of the federal judiciary? How qualified do you have to be three times confirmed by the Senate in a bipartisan manner? And so, Senate, I have to say, today is the birthday of a great poet named Maya Angelou. And so I'm just gonna end with those words. Why does this poem strike a chord with so many Americans? Because they feel it to their bones. And so this is in honor of Maya Angelou and the next Supreme Court Justice of the United States of America.
Happy birthday, Maya, Dr. Angelou. You may try to write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. He's holding himself. You may trod me down in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I rise. Rise, (laughs) Sister Jackson. Rise, Judge Jackson all the way to the highest court in the land. And when we have that final vote, I will rejoice, ancestors will rejoice, and we will say, Lord, this is a day that you have made. Thank you. Yes, Lord Satan. What a mess, huh? (laughs) Uh, Terrible. You guys in the chat, I'm chuckling. Is he talking about Kavanaugh's treatment, asks Robbie over there on Facebook. Yeah, I know. Remember how Judge, Judge Brett Kavanaugh, I like beer. And he's all weak and rhino-y. And they tried to call him a rapist. Oh my gosh, funny. Harvard is beta, says Chabo. Yeah, indeed. He's going to cry, says, says Wayne. It's ridiculous. Still I rise. <laughs> and I say that in, uh, I think I said that in the, uh, in the upcoming Subscribestar post on Jesse Lee Peterson's Subscribestar. Check it out, guys. Uh, it'll be up soon. It'll be up soon. We talk about uh, Ukraine, Russia, Putin, uh, Zelensky, and uh, the Patreon ban. Did you know that we were all banned on Patreon? Just a little side note. JLP and Hake and the Fallen State all banned on Patreon the same morning. Huh. Seems orchestrated or something. <laughs> so ridiculous. Rise, Judge Jackson. Any quoting the Bible? The, this is the day that the Lord has made. Lowered, not Lord. Lowered, lowered down into hell. Ridiculous. But what else is there to say? Cory Booker, Big Bump says, Cory Booker is all mama. He and RuPaul are cousins. Are they really? RuPaul, the guy who said, I drag queen. <laughs> RuPaul, that's the same guy, right? RuPaul, the cross-dressing uh, black mess of a person from way back. He's all old, too old to be messing around dressing like a woman. Shameful. And there's a whole lot of weak woman talk. The Daily Beast put out this... Uh, by the way, as I'm talking about this, you can just kind of show pictures. I screenshotted all those tweets. A bunch of tweets on this Twitter thread of this Katanji woman. Not because of what the tweet said. I didn't even read the tweets. But because they have so many different photographs of this woman. I guess she's very photogenic. She seems like a boisterous, smiley, charming, uh, semi-big black woman. Isn't that nice? A pleasant smile, right? Uh, but, and so just in general, if, you, if, you, if, we happen, if I happen to be talking about Katanji, you can just randomly show tweets, <laughs> I guess, if you feel like it. The Daily Beast quotes this woman, Eleanor Clift, a purportedly white woman, I don't know, probably not Christian, the far-left Daily Beast, who's, on whose board uh, this woman sits, 
this daughter of Hillary Clinton. Chelsea Clinton sat on the board of the Daily Beast, the far-left extremist Daily Beast. We probably won't remember the names of Republicans who performatively voted against Judge Jackson's confirmation. That's Katanji Onyika. But 30 years from now, we will be talking about the first black woman on the court. Her, her record, her rulings. Wow, you found it. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. Yeah, ridiculous. So writes this Eleanor Craft woman. And she has this, like, short-haired old lady, old purportedly white, who knows, maybe not a normal white, you know, ridiculous, unchristian woman, old lady, talking with her mess. 30 years from now, are we going to be even just every bit as shallow and pathetic? We being, I mean, the society? Ridiculous. Uh, hmm. So, that's that. I, I may cover a little bit more of this phony, phoniness. Dick Durbin is not as entertaining as Cory Booker. Dick Durbin is another Democrat. I'll cover that later, maybe. Let me get to a call or two. I'd like to keep this thing going. You can call in 888-775-3773 and remind me to tell you about my shirt, my t-shirt that I'm wearing, thehakereport.com, and look, look for Teespring in the menu. Uh, Bobby in Texas is on the line. Bobby, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, man. How are you? Fine, sir. What's up? Oh, not much, man. Just working, taking a little break. Right on. Appreciate you um, calling in. Yeah, so, man, I've been talking to a couple of, uh, like, I guess liberals, like, in my just my day-to-day. And they try and tell me, like, that not all the Democrats are, you know, AOC and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, That's what they I tell you? Explain. Yeah. I mean, I, and I'm like, I hate AOC and the, you know, the squad. They're not, but they aren't even the ones I worry about. The ones that, you know, that I personally detest the most are the guy you just showed, Cory Booker. Right. Maisie Hirono in Hawaii. Whatever her name is, I hate that lady. She's she's my least favorite, probably of every single one of them. I cannot stand her like rhetoric. She's all men just shut up and step up and do the right thing yeah. for a change. Literally, every time she speaks, it's just like nails on a chalkboard for me. I just can't I can't stand her. She's in her but like mid seventies. Like, there's like but he, they try and say this like that they're not, and I'm like, tell me one that's not. Tell yeah. me name one, and you know they'll probably. Jump in and say something like uh, Mansion, you know? Oh, who's Joe Mansion? One guy. You're like you're gonna try to name one guy, and he's just as dirty. The outcast. He may not be as yeah. He may not be as you know awful as the rest. He may have a little bit more common sense than a typical Democrat leader. But it's like they're uh, they're all horrible. They're all awful. Uh, yeah. All push I mean, the, the look crazy. At nervous Nancy Pelosi. Right. Or Chuck Schumer, they're the top leadership. Obama, Biden, uh, what's her name? The affirmative action vice president. They're all they're all disgusting. So yeah, they're not. It's not like there's this this area like of Democrat leaders that's like, oh, these are the sane ones. You know, there's this there's a huge <laughs> group of sane Democrats. They're yeah. all off the off the planet. Like they're all like they're crazy. It's so bad that now we have to, like, qualify Republicans as being sane rather than total yeah. rhinos, enemies of America. And that's, and that's what I tell them. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, 
try and play up that all the Republicans are good. Like, right. they're very few. Like, there's only a handful of, you know, good Republicans even. Like, they're, I know. they're you know, just as bad. They may not say the, you know, may... the, the stuff, but they won't step up against it either. They'll just, like, right. ride the thing and get let it let it go. It... Like, you've got a few that are willing to, to you know, step up. And they take unspeakable abuse. You know, the people that, like, right. stand up for what's right, they take you know, uh, like a thunderstorm of abuse from media, other politicians, even politicians in their own party will, will, you know, chastise like MG, MG, Marjorie G, Green. Uh, yeah. Um, that dude, the rich guy Gates, like, um, like all these, like there's just a, and I don't like Gates all that much. He's okay. I Gates. don't view What's him the as, first name of that guy. Uh, is it Mark? Is that right? Oh, He's uh, a, Representative in Florida. Yeah. G-A-E-T. Matt Gates. Yeah, Matt Gates. Yeah. When you said yeah. Gates, I was picturing G-A-T-E-S, like Henry yeah, Louis Gates. No, it's a Z. Matt Gates. But he, yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. You know, I, I don't, you know, he's not one of my top choices, but, you know, he's a good guy. He stands up for what appears to be right. And I don't think he can be, I think he has money. I think his family's fairly well off, so he's not like somebody that needs you know, the job for the money. Oh, okay. I yeah. think there's something to that. Like Trump, like, you know, he's not somebody that True. became president to get rich. Like he, I think he's literally felt like he could do a service. Yeah. I feel that way about Trump as well. And I think he, I think he has done a good service. I think a lot of people have had the, the wool pulled off their eyes that were, you know, basically just kind of going along with what the government was doing up until this point. Yeah. I think a lot of people were just both sides, both parties even. I think we're just kind of like, yeah, whatever the news tells me is fine. That's that's what I'll believe. That's what I'll go along with. Yeah. True. But uh, what, I, what I first called about, I just was, that was just on my brain. But <laughs> what I called about was uh, um, Greg Abbott. I don't know if you've seen what he's plotting right now. Yeah, I think I reported it on Hake News. Go ahead and tell us. So he's gonna he's got six hundred charter buses along the border of Texas, and they're going to load up all of the um, all, a, a large chunk of the illegals, and they're gonna bus them to D.C. And their first stop will be the the steps of city or of uh, Capitol Hill, whatever uh, the capital. Yeah. So they're just going to let out. They're going to pull these buses up and drop the illegals in Washington, so that the uh, Biden administration can better deal with the situation. You know, and I, I don't I'm know how I feel about that. that. I'm not sure. Go ahead. Uh, I'm, uh, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking too. Like I'm not. I like the idea. I think is 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 good. But I, is that really the only option we have? Is to bust them deeper into America? <laughs> yeah. Put them, right. put them somewhere where Biden can easily ship them to. Wisconsin, Minnesota, Ohio, you know, these, these states where he can get them on the ballots to voting or whatever, any way they can manipulate the the situation. Is it, is it good that we push them, you know, into the, into the, you know, the U S yeah. And, and even as a, even as a PR move, like this guy Abbott, I don't see him having the strength to make a, a tough stand and win in this, this public relations battle, you know, because basically it's a, mm-hmm. to me, that's like a show. It's like a gotcha. It's like, yeah. what are you going to do now? Yeah. And they could just easily, I could just picture them. Who knows what they'll do? 
just be like, okay, thank you, and we're shipping them around, like what you just yeah, said. That'll, that'll save us. Yeah, that'll save us the trip all the way from Texas. And it's much just, easier to get them from here. Yeah, and they'll they'll just mock Abbott as a grandstander, which, in my opinion, that's all he is. I don't see yeah. him fighting for Texas or for the country. I think he's just trying to win his reelection, which I do hope he. I guess I hope he wins because I don't want a Democrat to win in in Texas. Yeah, I guess I don't think he's in any. I don't think he's in any danger of losing. I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, if it, as far as being like just a political tool, it seems like a silly one. But with the ending of what was it? What's that? Forty two? Is it, it was an act or a, whatever the law? Oh, Title Forty Two. Yeah, title, turning title, them around because of the China virus that right, Trump was tra- Trump had us doing. We rejected 1.7 million illegals in like a couple of years. So if they've canceled that, maybe, and maybe their hands are, hands are tied, because I would assume put them on a bus and send them to Honduras. Or, right, you know, yeah. As, as far as the bus can go, you know, send them all the way to Chile or wherever, whatever the deepest point of South America, take them there <laughs> and drop them off so the trip's harder to get back. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I guess there's some kind, maybe there's laws that stop him. Right. From being able to send them out of the country, maybe he's Perhaps. like, you know, kind of kind of screwed in that regard. So they're like, ah, we'll just have to, we'll send them to Biden's door, and he can, you know, figure out what to do with them. And maybe the people of Washington will be, you know, fed up with the crime and everything that's going to come along with it. Yeah, Matt Living the Dream point brings up uh, that he just read, and I think I saw it on Fox News and elsewhere. The Texas military is preparing and training for a rush on the border, not the National Guard. The Texas military. And right, yeah. yeah Tr- Biden has no desire to, or nor does the Democrats, nor do most of the rhinos have any desire to stop the invasion. But And they aren't going to have all the problems that we have here in Texas. Like, they're not going to bust the people with backpacks full of methanol. Or, I'm sorry, not methanol. Uh, what's the... <laughs> Meth? What's the, opioids? Yeah, no, it's the... Yeah, fentanyl. The fentanyl. Fentanyl, yeah, they're yeah. not going to bust them there with backpacks full of fentanyl, <laughs> or you know, child trafficking and things like that. They're going to, you know, they're just going to send them the bodies instead. They're like, here you go, and they'll be like, okay, fine. Like we'll figure out where to stick them, what state we want these people in. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of like that. He's heard it from other, you know, leaders that were like the guy from I think it was Pennsylvania, who I'm sure has a you know, raging illegals problem in Pennsylvania. And he's like, we'll send them to Delaware. Nothing ever came of it because there's probably not a huge amount of illegals in in Pennsylvania. Like it's not, they're not making that trip to in the winter to Pennsylvania. Probably. I'm I'm assuming. I'm sure that there are plenty distributed all across all of the States, you know, because I can't imagine they could move them that, that many, you know, there considering what places like Arizona and Texas and I know, know, but it's true, but they've been coming for decades and their children have been raised as anchor babies here as so-called American citizens. And, and they have been distributing them for, I mean, there's a big flow coming in year after year. So that's all I'm saying. You're right. Yeah. It's, I mean, they're definitely um, more concentrated on the border states. For that guy, I think it was just a political a PR move. I think he was just like, yeah. I'm going to say something and, you know, obviously not do it, obviously not follow through. Right. But it's just something to say. And then Abbott's like, well, I'm just going to send them to, to to Washington. That'll teach them. I was like, yeah, okay. That'll, yeah. You got, 
not really a great well thought, but people I think are as far as they're like kind of for it. They're like, yeah, that's a, a good idea. Let's show him. But I'm kind of like you. I kind of don't trust the move. I kind of, but I don't know that he has a whole lot of options. Right. It's like let him stay in Texas, leave him here, keep dealing with the problem. So if you can't send them out for whatever reason, then you got to, I guess, find something to do that maybe makes Washington take notice of the situation. Yeah, I know. Um, you heard? Quick, did you hear about the uh, Obama phones being handed out to the illegals? I heard you talk it just now, <laughs> and that was another thing I'd heard from the, the liberals. They was like, it's not like they just come over and they get a free phone and they're, they're doing great. And I'm like, now you say that, I'm like, yep. Oh, Apparently they are. So the clip that I heard on Asmodor's show was he had this whole montage of different clips of just outrageous stuff going on. It was that red-haired, fake red-haired, woman, you know, who's the press secretary right now for the Biden administration, talking with, I think the, yeah, Jen Psaki, talking with the communist with her pink Russian hat, but she's worse than Russia. Uh... She was talking with, I think, the Fox News guy, the son of the Fox and Friends guy, who's kind of goofy, but a nice guy. And I think that that guy was confronting her about them giving the free phones to these illegals. And her explanation is, we need to keep track of these people, so hopefully we can keep tabs on them and they can check in with us. Because they have, you know, they're supposed to check in for a court appointment or whatever. And I think a significant percentage, maybe even 80%, but I'm not sure, don't check in and don't show up for their court hearings. They just stay in the country illegally. What a mess, huh? Yeah. Because why not? Well, they make them catch you again. And yeah. if you just like, and most of them, you know, the ones like the, the good ones, like they don't, they keep to themselves. They just kind of go work their, you know, low paying job and stay out of the way. Right, and then you've got you know you got also got criminals, but you know when they get caught, they they're criminals, so they're just going to come back. They're like, yeah, deport me, and I'll I'll be back in you know a month doing right. the same thing I was already doing. Peter Ducey, I think, is the guy who it sounded like his voice because I was listening on all, the audio feed. Might have been the one. Um, doing I know, I've, I know, I've been on here for a minute, but I just wanted to say one last thing. Um, sure, you you brought up a guy that. The other day on your show, I don't want to really plug his channel because I mean, even though you kind of did, he was the he's the Irish or Scottish guy that does the the murder channel. Murder channel. Oh, Colin Flaherty, the guy who died. No, no, he does like a true crime channel. Oh, hmm. Okay, keep he's keep talking. Scottish cause... young young guy. You called him kind of a liberal. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that chapter. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you do you actually watch that? Is that a channel you you frequent? You know, uh, my buddy Esteban, Esteban, my former co-host, he has sometimes. Uh, I'll watch it with him. Like we're uh, like he'll stop by. We'll grab a bite, and he'll turn that yeah. on. <laughs> it's like because he's into like these murder stories, crime stories, yeah, serial killer type that, stuff. I've watched that for like about a year or two now. I like it. I think he's pretty good. Yeah, and he's pretty good at uploading uh, content. Like he keeps it fresh. Yeah. But I was going to mention one other one. I I don't want to plug him, but I, I got to say his name. I think to so you can find him. Do you mind? I I don't mind. All right. His name is uh, Mr. Ballin. I thought you might mention him because yeah. that's the other guy that Esteban 
these yeah, are huge. Actually, channels, I really like I really like that dude's channel. Like, I think yeah. he's like he's a good narrator, and his right. stories are pretty. Like, a lot of them will get the old arm hair standing up. They're like, that's creepy. Yeah, but yeah. I just I, I noticed you say that, and I was kind of excited. I was like, nobody. Nobody I know really has ever heard of these guys. So when you brought it up, nice. I was like, oh, I want to see that guy. <laughs> like, and you know what? I think I mentioned kind of, uh, Matt, living the, Matt Living the Dream, I think, sent me this story by email. And I never really acknowledged it except for maybe like once or twice in passing of this guy who got shot in like the head. And uh, his girlfriend or whatever was also killed. But the cops thought that he killed her. But they didn't real, and then he was all confused because he'd been shot in the head yeah. and f- fell asleep for days, and they didn't notice. Yeah. But then, like finally, the the guy who was uh, in, interviewing him uh, looked closer at his face, and they realized, oh my gosh, he has like a bullet lodged in his face. <laughs> <laughs> that and one so, was pretty crazy. Yeah, they were like all interrogating him, all hardcore, like really bailing they down that he on him. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, this guy's just playing dumb. Yeah. Like, no, he's got a bullet in his face. <laughs> and, like, brain, ongoing brain damage for, like, hours yeah, and hours and got, hours and days. I think they shot him twice in the head. Because, like, one of them, like, I think was actually in, like, his head, and the other one was, like, in his face. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, that was crazy <laughs> one. That was pretty good. Yeah. But, yeah, man, I, I, when you said that, it, it, it struck me. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Somebody else watches what I watch. <laughs> I do. I, I, keep, I keep tabs on it. I watch it. I like his content. I think he's. He's, both of them are pretty good. Yeah, he's a little liberal dude. He's, I don't know. He's he's good at not keeping and not politicizing anything. Not like right. Yep. He may be a liberal, but he doesn't like annoy you. He doesn't say anything that's like negative. He just kind of sticks to his topics. Yes, I, like that. I agree. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you. Sorry to take up so much of your time. No worries, Bobby. Uh, that was my choice. Take care, man. You too. Have All a right. good one. Bye. Appreciate you guys hanging in there with me. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, people appreciate Mr. Ballin. Shout out to those guys. Uh, whatever. If you listen to the show. <laughs> anyway, um, let me quickly read a few super chats here, guys. And by the way, I'm wearing my facts versus truth t-shirt because facts are not truth. You'll notice the Bible's in the Bible. The Bible says... That Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. So if he's the truth, it's more than just facts. And a lot of people are all into facts, or alleged facts, thinking that they're after truth when they're not really looking at themselves. And, uh, you know, I had a caller, a guy whom I really like, who's all into truth about the flat earth or whatever, and yet... And he's all into, the Bible says that it's flat earth, but then his, his own life is kind of out of control, day drinking and things. Um, not to pick on day drinkers, everybody got their issues, but the, the Bible says, do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. Don't be given to drunkenness. Among many other th- vices that, w- that uh, all people have, right? But I think that... Uh, that's why I like when JLP gets to the root issue with people rather than argue about intellectual things. So that's why I like the facts versus truth. And also Trump is about the truth. He may get piddly facts, uh, imprecise, right? He'll say, oh, this is the greatest this or that. And it's not quite the greatest, but he's telling the truth. He's about truth. 
I say. More super, ch- some super chats though, guys. Zion Sion writes in streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Shout out to Sion. Let's assume Earl's dead. I don't want to assume that. And have a moment of silence for him. Why don't you do a clip of Earl? Or why don't you do a clip of his calls? Do you think now that the Democrats have power, do you think they're just going to hand it over? Hand over like power? No, they're gonna... They're gonna... Try to hand our heads on a silver platter to... To Jezebel. That's what they'll try to hand over. The Democrats. You know how... They tried to- they did that to John the Baptist's head on a platter. They did that to King Herod, who's weak. That's what the- the extremists are doing to Facebook, pushing Facebook around, pushing Disney around, the extreme- the- I say extremists, it's such a liberal word. The evil people, the women, the women, the female-minded males and far-left liberal females who just hate men and whites and Christians and children and- and everything good. Uh, that's what they want to do. They're just like Salome and Jezebel pushing Herod around, pushing King Herod, Beta Herod around. Simp. Simps kill. (laughs) That's why it's so evil to be weak. You know? Think about what evil happens because of weakness. Biden's weak, so Russia goes in and, and throws their weight around in Ukraine. And a lot of evil is happening because Ukraine won't say uncle. Say, I, qu- I give up, I give up, I give up. Because they keep on getting uh, enabled to fight a losing war, in my opinion, by uh, NATO and America. But anyway, um, I don't want to assume he's dead, but I, I do wish Earl well, and I shall pray for him in silence. Thank you, Zion Sion. John WX25 with the super chat. Not all, not all, but most blacks will support this creature that supports pedophilia and abortion while have hatred for a straight black Christian man in Justice Clarence Thomas. One of the one true, one of the only, perhaps the one true justice on the Supreme Court. Well, Alito's cool too, right? Alito? Maybe not as tough as uh, Clarence Thomas. Shout out to Clarence Thomas. A solid man. A solid guy, seemingly. Uh, Fabriettes over there on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the Hague Report says, 2022, red wave a Bruin. <laughs> at first, I didn't understand what your comment said because you said a Bruin, as in brewing, like you're brewing coffee? Red Wave is brewing? But he spelled it brewing like the uh, animal, like the B-R-U-I-N, like the UCLA mascot. I think, it's a, I think it's a bear. Anyway, thank you guys for the super chats. I appreciate them. Before I get back to calls, let me talk about this uh, Ukraine hype. Commie nonsense network. No, it's, it's not CNN. <laughs> Uh, aren't they all commie nonsense? This is far-left Twitter. <clears throat> May as well be CNN. Ukraine calls on NATO, uh, the ne- North Atlantic Treaty Organization or something like that, to provide all the weapons it needs. This is that enablement that I just mentioned. W- as the war with Russia continues. 
killing their own civilians. Uh, could you pull up clip 14, I think it is. It's NATO's so-called Secretary General. This guy is not as entertaining as Cory Booker, but Grin and Barrett, you, uh, uh, people who like to be entertained. Jens Stoltenberg warns that Russia's invasion of Ukraine may last for a long time. We have seen no indication that President Putin, President Putin, Putin, has changed his ambition to control the whole of Ukraine. Is that true? Or is there any evidence for that? It's almost two minutes long. Bear with me, guys. Here is this guy who, with his broken English, Jens Stoltenberg. It's a male. He's the Secretary General of Ukraine, trying to get us more involved and keep the killing happening. And he's making allegations of war crimes without evidence, in my opinion. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Here it is. Uh, we will uh, address uh, the <laughs> brutal war in Ukraine, and uh, we have all seen the atrocities uh, that have been committed in Buja and uh, uh, other places in Ukraine. Uh, this reveals the true nature of uh, President uh, Putin's war. Uh, any targeting and killing of uh, civilians uh, is a war crime, and. Uh, Therefore, NATO uh, allies uh, are supporting the international efforts to establish all the facts, uh, to investigate, and uh, to make sure that uh, uh, perpetrators are uh, punished. We are now in the critical phase uh, of the war. We see that Russia, are, uh, Russia is moving forces out of uh, the north uh, to reinforce uh, them, to resupply them, to rearm them, and then to move them into the east, where we uh, are expecting uh, a major uh, offensive. Uh, uh, President Putin's aim is to try to uh, control the whole of uh, Donbas uh, and to establish a land bridge between Donbas and uh, and uh, uh, boring uh, and the Russia. Uh, we have seen no indication that uh, President Putin has uh, changed his ambition to control uh, the whole of Ukraine uh, and also to rewrite uh, the international order. So we need to be prepared for a long uh, haul. We need to support Ukraine, sustain Why? our sanctions, Why? and strengthen our uh, defenses and uh, our deterrence. Uh, because this can last for a long time, and we need to be prepared for that. What a mess, huh? Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitryo Kuleba has called on allies to provide weapons to the country as G7 and NATO foreign ministers. G7 is like the gl global seven or gang of, I don't know. Uh, it's seven big countries, right? And NATO foreign ministers are in Brussels for an emergency meeting on the Russia-Ukraine war. Kuleba said that his, and this guy referenced the Buka, or Bucha, whatever you want to call it, that one suburb outside of Kiev, that they had dead bodies strewn in the street, and they showed it shamelessly with no blurring or anything on Fox News. Faux news! <laughs> and I like Fox News, but they were showing it, and I'm like, this is blatant propaganda. You know, I call it blatant propaganda. Whether it's real or fake, no matter who did it, we don't know who done it. Even, this, even the Pentagon, at least as of a couple of days ago, according to far-left Reuters, the far-left Pentagon 
could not independently confirm that video, but they're pretending, oh, it's war crimes. Oh, it's a war crime to kill civilians. Civilians get killed in wars, it's what happens. That's why uh, we need strong men to avert wars like Trump. Or not get involved and, and extend the killing, because that's all we're doing by supporting them. Stupid Ukraine. <laughs> Sorry, Ukrainians. I know a Ukrainian guy. I think he called into my show. He moved here. So he's here. And uh, he became a nurse, a male nurse. And then uh, because of the vax mandates, this was the flu shot mandates, he became a trucker. Nice move. But it's ridiculous. Shows you how, just a side note, shows you how corrupt the um, so-called medical field is, the medical industry, because they're forcing out the sensible people who may not, who may reasonably have a... uh, Cause not to get those flu shots. Give me a break. But there's pressure to ever since like Obama and all them. He said, currently weapons serve the purpose of peace. Weapons, weapons, weapons. Kuleba and his agent said his agenda in Brussels has only three t- items on it. Weapons, weapons, and weapons. See? Weapons kill! I thought you wanted to stop the killing. <laughs> weapons serve the purpose of peace. Yeah, right. Surrender serves peace. <laughs> right? Or am I, am I wrong for calling Ukraine to surrender? I'm shaking my head. AFP and Bloomberg report that that's what they, this guy said. On Thursday, the UN votes on a suspension of Russia from the UN Human Rights Council. Well, good. That means they're going to be less communist. Because human rights is a dumb communist buzzword. It's all like... It's all posturing. And phony, um, they call it narrative, you know, when you're pretending to be about human rights. Hake just, uh, <laughs> I do, I say, uh, a lot. But this guy had a lot of uhs. I mean, granted, his English is his second language. In the next hour, guys, we're at 10 minutes till, I'm going to get to some more calls. In the next hour, I'm going to talk about this black who got himself shot and killed. I mean, is it fair to say he got himself shot and killed? He was sleeping at his buddy's house who got a no-knock raid. What type of friends are you associating with? Or maybe this was a cousin. And then his mother is grandstanding. And she doesn't seem to have any grief uh, left in her body towards her son who got killed by the cops. Perhaps justifiably. It was a no-knock raid. It was a legal no-knock raid. Which, maybe no-knock raids should not be legal, I don't know. Uh, but, anyway, I'm gonna cover that. Quick super chat before I get to calls, guys. Asmodor over there on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com, slash at the hate report, says, Abbott's ploy to move illegals to D.C. is 100% performative. Yeah, that's true, I agree. Abbott, as in Greg Abbott, the rhino, wheelchair-bound guy knows that he can't legally force these people on the buses. And why would they go? It's just fake nonsense. Interesting. Yeah, I heard they had like 900 buses. Bobby said 600. Ridiculous. Just a, yeah, just a ploy. Trying to get reelected. And some of the boomers may fall for it. And I love the boomers. 
I have a t-shirt that says I love boomers. Mess, though. Let me get to Jermaine in Atlanta, Georgia. Jermaine, thank you for calling and holding. How are you doing? Hey, hey, how you doing? Doing fine, thank you. I'm doing just well, too. Cool. Hey, um, I was wondering um, if you think that this is probably the worst movie that we've ever been in now, because nowadays... I remember, well, I remember back in the days, uh, the movies used to depict reality, and now reality is depicting the movies. I know. And the phoniness seen in reality is, like, less believable than some of the movies now. You're right. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, do, you, do, you, do you think that, because, like, with the fear-mongering and the propaganda, did it, did it start to get um, worse? around, like, the 9-11, or, even, or was it before that? What do you think? Oh, I think it happened after 9-11, the fear-mongering and propaganda, because, yeah. you know, I've heard it said, and I mentioned it from this, this guy, Alex Newman, whose clips I played, who was critical of Putin, but he said that these big governments, or governments in general, love to exploit, and people in general love to exploit crises, fighting, fear, uh, stuff like that, war, in order for a big change to happen, because they're revolutionaries. They don't, they're not for sensible governance. They're for forcing the people to do what they want to do. And then when there's, a, when there's fear-mongering, when they can fear-monger about the climate or the China virus or Russia or whatever, <laughs> racism... Then they can, or gun violence, they can institute their changes by way of fear mongering. And I wasn't really paying much attention pre 9 11. I was in high school and college and into my own life, if you will. So I'm not positive. I think that they were probably like that back then too. But I think it's even worse. People are even less, I think people are at a low point in how logical they are. You know, like generally society, society, right now. I I, I agree because because I, I heard somebody the other day or a few a few weeks back when they were speaking about the the uh, COVID insanity. Yeah, and then they they compared it to the nine eleven insanity with the simple fact that you have to like a two year old can bring a bottle of water to the <laughs> gate because yeah. it's a threat, right? right. I know. I couldn't even bring my... I had to dump my Swiss Army knife in the trash one time. Oh. Yeah, that stunk. I... It was so sad. And I wished that the guy would have just kept it rather than throw it in the trash. I'm like, man, you... But, uh... I, it was funny, because I got through LAX multiple times with that knife. Just a Swiss Army knife, you know? I wasn't gonna... I don't use knives for evil. But, uh... <laughs> I was going to Ontario Airport, which is a suburb out here. Actually, yeah. it's an exurb, I guess, and they caught it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's ridiculous stuff. The TSA is a joke, yeah. kind of, by and large. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's what that's why I asked if, if if you know if it if it pretty much if it was if it started even back then. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, good point. But- yeah, but I don't want to take up your time. Uh, thanks for thanks for taking my call, though, Hick. Appreciate it, Jermaine. Nice to hear from you. Call me again sometime. And God, 
God bless you and the, and the team at, at and Jesse and everybody, okay? Amen. Appreciate that, man. Take care. <laughs> no problem. All Bye. right. Yeah. Fear-mongering. Scare-mongering, I call it, because the liberals accused different people of fear-mongering. You know, like when... Just a brief interlude before I get to Johnny. Um, the Johnny in Tennessee is going to talk about the midterm. But uh, they, they were saying, oh, you're fear-mongering. They're gonna, they don't target kids with uh, sex stuff. Oh, yes, they do. It's disgusting. They, I saw a tweet from Mike Cernovich, the center-left guy who's hosted JLP show. He's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show in the Fallen State. Uh, he talked about, oh, you know, those so-called crazy Christians from the 80s and stuff that we're talking about, the slippery slope stuff. Oh, next they're going to want to have same-sex marriage back in the 80s they were talking about. It. And then in 2013 they got it. But they're saying, no, nobody wants to have same-sex marriage. Or nobody wants to push the transgender. Nobody wants to uh, say pedophilia is just a uh, sexual orientation. Nobody wants to do this or that or all that mess. And in, indeed, they were the, Christ, the so-called crazy Christians were right. So they called that fear-mongering against the crazy Christians. But in reality, the, the crazy Christians, the uh, shout out to the conspiracy theorists. So many of the, so much of the time you guys are right. Uh, they accuse you of doing it right in front of our faces, these resets and different things, you know? Oh, it's fear-mongering. So I call it scare-mongering to just use a different word from them because I don't like their language. <laughs> anyway, let me get to Johnny in uh, Tennessee, a first-time caller. How are you doing, Johnny? Good to hear from you. What's up? How are you doing, Hank? Fine, thank you. I'm doing well. Right on. So, what I want to talk about, I think that the country is set up for something bad in his midterms coming up. What do you mean by something got, bad? Do you have an idea of what bad? Yeah, I do. I believe that a lot of Republicans are going to win, and they're going to win without anybody knowing who they are. Yeah. All these stories coming out, uh, the pedophilia, the Democrats are evil, everything happening, people are going to run to the polls and not even look at the names. It's going to hit hard. Now, if we go by the fact that it's two weeks, uh -huh. how easy would it be to get people worse than we have now in that? And people will defend them because they're not Democrats. Right. That makes a lot of sense, man. We saw that with the, with the Tea Party. And I supported the Tea Party. I participated. JLP founded the South Central LA Tea Party. And I participated in protests, and a lot of the people were, were decent. You got a lot of background noise. You must be at work out, out there somewhere. Uh, I am. Hold on, let me try to move. I appreciate it, man. But anyway, you're, you're so right, because look at the so-called Tea Party guys today. Paul Ryan, thank God he's out of government. Just a disgrace. Adam Kinzinger, I think he rode the Tea Party wave. He's the he's one of the worst. He voted to uh, get rid of Trump or whatever, to impeach him or convict him or stu stuff, dumb stuff. He's trying to Adam Adam Kins 
Oh, man, you're breaking up real bad. I can't understand you. I couldn't even well, tell I you mean, were talking. <laughs> working, sorry. Okay. John. Can you hear me any better? Yeah, that's, uh, you're kind of coming in and out, man. Any better? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> well, I believe, have you ever heard that saying that it takes the mm -hmm. Democrat to get everyone okay with the war and it takes a Republican to take your gun rights? It takes a Democrat to get everyone okay with what? War. War. Oh, okay, yeah. And it takes a Republican so, to get uh, everyone okay with gun rights violations? Take your gun rights. Yeah. You use the, Reagan. The Ronald Reagan, right? Didn't he do the... And Trump? A red flag law. Yeah, that's true, huh? Yeah, yeah that was... I don't... I didn't like that. So we're in the Did movie. he really pass that? I know he did the bump stocks, and I think he did kind of support the red flag thing. Yeah. Man. So we're watching a movie of our enemies tag-teaming us, and we're rooting for each side. But I they're know. both beating us. Yeah. Well, we're, we are getting wise to the fact that most of the Republicans are against what's right. I still, yeah. I still do appreciate that he was for. I don't... I even, notwithstanding that he may have uh, done some wrong, uh, wrong moves, notwithstanding, I think he was a net good for the country. I think they've been killing us with paper cuts, and I think they're tired of paper cuts. Death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> yep. And now they want to just cut us down hard. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. the more they can get away with, the more they push. That's for sure. It's been going on for decades. Yeah, this has been a sentence. And You're I right. Think we're getting period. Yeah, it's true, man. All I, right, I gotta get here. It sounds There's good, Johnny. Stuff. I appreciate your call. Call me All again right, sometime. Thanks. Take care. All right, bye. Before I get back to calls, guys, uh, Vincent in San Francisco, California, is coming up next, and I have more. Uh, cyberbullying and uh, Black Lives Matter fake narrative to get to, uh, as well as perhaps more Super Chats, guys. But first, it's time for some music. Let's listen to some Six Organs of Admittance, guys. How about that? I know that you guys have been kind of hit and miss on them, like you largely don't appreciate it, but this is from the 2007 album. This is track three on the album called... Shelter from the Ash by Six Organs of Admittance. This track is entitled, this song is entitled Jade Like Wine. I hope you enjoy it. I think you might actually kind of like it a little bit. Don't try to decipher what it means unless you're very quick. But I've been, I've heard this song for like 15 years, you know. Not that I've listened to it that regularly, but I like it. Uh, but I never, it doesn't sink in what it means. <laughs> So I don't th think this guy is a Christian, but it's at least not vulgar that I can tell. Or overtly satanic, except for the that music is the language of Satan, right? But anyway, here's Six Organs of Admittance, Jade Like Wine. Enjoy, you musical Philistines. Be right back.
Isn't this nice? Do you like it? Do you like the Latin people? So cool. Very creative cover, says Tom New. Thank you. Now this is music, says David C. Thank you. Is it devil music? How do you not get copyrighted, Hake? I do, but not blocked, not blocked, nor struck. But they're making money off of me playing this, whoever owns this. Good music, Hake, says Ryan H. Thank you. Put me to sleep, says Ashley. Are you talking about the music? Definitely satanic, says Ashy Dog. <laughs> Ben Chastney is the guy. Oh, maybe that's part you're talking about being satanic. The visuals. Luca and I could play this, says Lord Bibby42. Nice. Very nice guitar acoustics. Hey, nice album and song. Well, right on. Hake's music is like a box of chocolates. Says Jib Jab, you never know what you're gonna get. What a mess. That's a quote. Lame movie. I find it lame. I don't think that I've ever sat through the whole duration of it, but I've probably seen it in the entirety in parts. Forrest Gump with that guy Tom Hanks, that liberal. What a mess. Anyway, thank you for bearing with me through that beautiful music, guys. I call it beautiful. I appreciate it. Um, another quick side note on the chats. The Patriot Act, says Commander Kim, was written and ready before 9-11 even happened. Yeah, I mean, these people are just opportunists. It's just like what I was talking about with the, or what I read to you in Hake News at the end of hour two, that the people would, oh, and Dream level weather are more likely to believe that this climate change mess is real because uh, they are experiencing the extreme weather. As if they know, you know, as if they know that this is, that there was an extreme weather happening back in the, every so-called extreme weather happening like all throughout history and before history, before it was written down, you know? So, you know, any time a gun, uh, something happens with a gun, people get shot. Oh, we need more strict gun laws. Be quiet. You guys support the destruction of society such that the, the single mothers are raising criminals who kill people. Whites and blacks. Let me get to uh, Vincent in San, San Francisco, California. Vincent, thank you for holding. How are you doing? Hey, hey, doing well. How are you doing, friend? Doing well as well. Thank you. Good show, by the way. Appreciate that. Yeah, nice. Very nice. Hey, I wanted to piggyback. The, lose my train of thought. Um, the, basically, the people who lie all the time, <laughs> you know, the, scaring you about the COVID and. Right. The planet's going to end tomorrow, and if you don't do these, these are people who are non-believers, because if they believed, they wouldn't worry. 
you walk through life feared, fearing everything that, oh, my God, if you don't get the jab, you're going to die. Um, yeah. I'm going to. Yeah, they're definitely Christians. That's that's so true. And it's it's more women-minded people, too, because women have fear more so than men, even males. Well, th- this is my argument with a lot of people that have this when I challenge them about, okay, what, what do you mean? COVID's going to kill me because of what? How is it going to kill me? Oh, I don't know. You know, the people are dying in hospital all the time. Okay, well, people die in hospital all the time. <laughs> True. But, I yeah. mean, you got to give me something more than just this, this COVID thing. And then it was Russia right now. Okay, what happened to COVID? You know, COVID's gone, right? Did they just go away? <laughs> I know. I think it's gone, right? Now we can skip over to the Ukraine now. Well, we don't know. And what about our border? Our border? Okay, Ukraine's border is more important than our border. Yeah. Okay, wait a second. Okay, no, okay, wait a second. Oh, our police. You have to defund the police. Now you want to fund them again because what reason? What? And then the crazy part is the people who actually fall into this trap, and I just spoke with the ones who obviously are non-believers. This is a good way to actually challenge them on this. Say to yourself, to them, I should say, and this is, what I, this is something that I learned. Tell them to look above. Just imagine if you're up in space like literally up in space, looking down at the moon, from the moon down to the planet, and say, where am I? Find me there. Find yourself there. You can't. That's how small these things are. They're that tiny, you can't find them from space. Yeah. Interesting. But they get in your head as if it's, you know... What you, like, f- what you focus on seems important to you. And your focus is being directed by uh, outside influences. That's so true, man. Great points. They they scare people, and the fearful ones are the ones who don't believe in God. Yeah. That's true, man. Um, And women are further from God, so they... they, And then the men are just following and and catering to the Not all men. Not all, not all. Most. most. Yeah. Interesting points. Yeah, and I think that's why JLP and God and the Bible say to be quiet. And yes, it's because your focus is constantly being influenced and directed by, you know, your your busy thoughts inside your head that are not yours that JLP says, like they're all lies. Y'all, yeah, you know. You and then the outside he's a people. philosopher, okay? When he said, and I learned that from Jesse Lee Peterson, just sit still. Right. Just sit still. Just sit still. It works. Yeah. It really does work. Nice, man. You know, you know, far flipping out in your head like, oh, it's me, it's going to, you know, doomsday so you fall into the same trap as the others. Yeah. Not all, not all, but most. Anyway, I got that out. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Great show once again. Hey, you guys keep up the good work. We need you guys. Thanks, Vincent. Call again sometime. And be careful out there in San Francisco. <laughs> I got the light of God around me. I don't know yeah, so you've been able to avoid stepping on dirty, uh, broken syringes and, uh, and poop? <laughs> well, I, I live in Bernal, so I kind of got it easy. Okay, to, that's, a, that's one of the nicer deal. suburbs or something? Yeah. It's okay, little, right on. <laughs> I don't have a lot of that, but, you know, I still have to be careful. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate right, it. Take care. Thanks. Have a great day. You as well. That's a nice... What horrible point. Not even a point, says DJ Onpa. Well, I don't know. I got something out of it. it it's like, um... People are so fickle. They want to have, uh... They want to have... He, he mentioned something where, oh, defund the police. Oh, no, refund the police. Because people are so pushed around by the phony 
Black Lives Matter drama, which I'm going to get to. You know, and he brought up the fact that you're so tiny and this stuff that you're worried about. I was listening to the Bond Archive. Let me just tell briefly this story. I was listening to the Bond Archive Sunday service from, uh, that appeared yesterday on Bond Rebuilding the Man premiere. And JLP talked about trying to commit suicide after uh, this girl who was so fine that he would, he would parade her through all through like the long way through the office to show off his pretty beautiful girlfriend. And then she broke up with him. And he was so broken up that he wanted to kill himself and he took sleeping pills and they had to pump his stomach because he woke up so sick. And, uh, and probably now or, or even like a year later, he's like, what was I all wrapped up uh, concerned about with regarding her, you know, all broken up over some girl. Lame. But, uh, you know, you're something that Mike Cernovich said, who's like the center-left guy. I don't know if he's a Christian or what, but he made a point that, that stuck with me on The Fallen State with Jesse Lee Peterson, that what you focus on seems important to you. And uh, so he, he wrote this guerrilla mindset book, right? And that's nice. And it's a great point. What you focus on seems so important to you. And God's like, that's not important. <laughs> uh, and the whole rest of the world is... People don't even care about dying, honestly. You're focusing on the Ukrainians dying, but there's like more... According to the great Tucker Carlson on Fox News, there's more journalists dying in the... Uh, south of the border, like down in Mexico, so-called journalists, reporters, I think, than anywhere else in the world. All kinds of atrocities and evils done even by the very people who are claiming atrocities and war crimes against, against Putin. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, before I get uh, back to calls, let me cover this uh, funny, tr- funny story. Cyberbullying, guys. You, are you cyberbullies? Do you guys go tell people to kill themselves? <laughs> I laugh. Don't do that, kids. Don't do that, parents. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is from the... Uh, most abuse. Abuse. <laughs> they use that word. Speaking of women who don't believe in God. Most abuse sent via Instagram DMs. DMs for the boomers is direct messages, meaning private messages. Instagram DMs is ignored. Instagram is that, it's a social media website that you post pictures and say something. And sometimes people do it politically, other times people just do it to be pretty or uh, to sell stuff or, or to show with their family or whatever. Keep in touch with friends. Anyway, a new study found Instagram failed to act on 90% of abuse, alleged abuse, sent via DMs. Despite being reported, the Center for Countering Digital Hate. Oh, gosh. Digital hate. Not spiritual hate. Digital hate. The Center for Countering Digital Hate, CCDH, worked with five well-known women on the social media platform. Think Amber Heard and Rachel Riley. Yeah, those are the most hateful people that you can think of, some of them. Amber Heard. That sounds like a liberal woman. 
Rachel Riley, I can't remember who that is, and went through more than 8,000 of their DMs, only to find Instagram didn't act on the reports of abuse when flagged using the platform's safety tools. Well, I mean, I think they're a huge platform. Far be it from me to, to defend Instagram, which, which censors, uh, which censors um, conservatives and truth-tellers and, uh, you know, everybody decent. They're part of Meta, Facebook, you know, same, all the same company now. Far be it from me to de- defend them. But they're a huge platform and DMs, come on, give me a break. Unless it's like a violent threat. You know, like a, like a believable threat. Just block the person, duh. Ridiculous. Women, so malicious. Women, women reporting people for abuse. I got reported for abuse on Twitter for citing FBI crime statistics about blacks killing more than twice as many whites as vice versa, year in and year out. Oh, that's abuse. Give me a break. And they suspended me. They made me delete the tweet. A true tweet. Anyway, um, and I was talking to, this is a side note, I'm getting off, but I was talking to this, like, Black Panther black female dumb woman. Sorry, kids, I said dumb. Sorry, adults. Am I sorry? I do it all the time. I'm not sorry, but forget, uh, bear with me, forgive me, don't follow in my footsteps. Keep a a tight ring on the tongue, rain on the tongue. (laughs) Uh, Do as I say, not as I do. Went through more than, they went through more than 8,000 of their DMs only to find Instagram didn't act on the reports of abuse when flagged using the platform's safety tools. Harassment, violent threats, and image-based sexual abuse. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) That's gross. Uh, The report comes as many women say, I don't even check my DMs. But on, I I have like DMs on both of my things, both of my accounts, because I have the Hake report and James Anton Hake. And I'm so bad at checking the DMs. Sorry, guys. It's a fact. The report comes as many women say they feel unsafe on social media. That's because you are. Don't be on there, women. Get off. Get off of the uh, social media. You don't belong there. Right? Anyway, now the CCDH, Center for Countering Digital Hate, is backing up those claims, saying women are exposed to an epidemic of misogynist abuse. Another fake word for uh, hating women. But Instagram's pushing back, saying it's gender-based hate or threat of sexual violence isn't allowed. Uh, It's taking steps to prevent it, especially with public figures. Especially with public figures? I think by adding a feature to filter abusive messages and protect users from unwanted contact, but the C- enough to keep women safe. You're just online. It's not like you see a blinking message and you're going to have a seizure or something. <laughs> Remember that guy who, who gave the other guy a seizure? Like, his name was... It was a funny, like, uh, Jew-critical name. <laughs> And uh, he went after some guy who's like a Trump hater. Said, you deserve a seizure for your dumbness or whatever. Anyway, uh, abuse. Facebook whistleblower, so-called whistleblower. They call her a whistleblower. Ridiculous. Frances Haugen, who went, this, this purportedly white, allegedly blonde-haired, 
woman, female, was a Facebook worker, I think, or worked with Facebook, Frances Haugen, who went to the, the State of the Union address invited by the Bidens, one of the Bidens anyway. She said the company which owns Instagram, Facebook, chooses profits over safety. Yeah, she's calling for more uh, censorship. Ridiculous. Lame. I'm shaking my head. Before I get back to calls, I have to show this to you. It is going, we're getting close to the bottom of the hour here. This is, remember uh, Amir Locke? Who people are remembering? The far left female run out with the skim reports. Amir Locke. I'm like, who's that? I forgot who that is already. There's so many. I should just call blah, 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 right? By the way, I got blah, blah, blah from JLP, but I took it and ran with it. (laughs) Because it's like you can't even remember these names, and they're not important anyway. What you focus on seems important to you. You're focusing on people who got themselves killed, and uh, it's ridiculous. The Black Lives Matter people are not sensible people. Amir Locke is a BLM name. Yesterday, Minnesota prosecutors announced no criminal charges will be filed in the death of Amir Locke. And I have some pictures of this guy, some screenshots from the uh, body, police body cam footage when they no-knock raided the apartment where he was staying. I think it was an apartment. He was, as I recall, according to the story, I have a pretty decent memory. He was staying at the, a friend's house or a cousin's house or something. And this guy was like 19 years old or pretty young. And I think his cousin might have been even younger than him, or whoever whoever's house he was staying at. And he was sleeping under the covers on a couch, a sofa, in the living room, where you enter the, the place. Cops barged in, and uh, he had like a gun, like a Glock. Not like a gun, he had a gun, a pistol, which I suppose he had the right to do. But look at that, he's, you can see this guy with his black person hair under the covers, and he pulls out the pistol, and apparently the the cops shot him. What, you prefer him to shoot the cops? Some people might. And many, in many cases, Asmodor called in after I first reported this story and talked about how guys have shot cops who barged in on no-knock raids, which are legal, but they may not be well-advised, maybe ill-advised, and, uh, and uh, they've shot the cops and been acquitted for shooting the cops because they thought that they were, or they, you know, arguably, they conceivably thought that they were um, home invaders, you know? So it might be ill-advised. Others, like uh, a former officer, Brandon Tatum, say no-knock raids are important for, these, for some of these people. For the element of surprise, it's actually safer. Anyway, here, listen to this. In February, the 22-year-old black male, they capitalized the letter B, I lowercase it, because that's correct, was shot and killed by police carrying out a no-knock raid. So no charges for the officers, according to Minnesota prosecutors. It's the same kind of raid police officers used that resulted in the 2020 killing of Breonna Taylor, says the skim, but that's a lie as you all probably know by now, because I've said it over and over again, and sometimes you're more, you're better informed than me, than I. Uh, 
Uh, Brianna Taylor, yeah, they got, they secured a no-knock raid, I, I hear, but they knocked and announced. They changed it to knock and announce. It was not a no-knock raid. They knocked and announced, and that might have been part of the problem, because had they done a no-knock, maybe their, uh, the boyfriend who, what was the boyfriend doing over there? Sleeping with her or something? Out of wedlock? Sex out of wedlock? I don't want to speculate, but not good. Brianna Taylor's boyfriend... Not the drug dealer one, or was he a drug dealer too? I don't know. He shot at the cops. And he said, and they can't prove them wrong, that he thought that it was like her ex trying to home invade, right? Cops. And so he shot one in the leg. They shot back and killed her. Incidentally. That's what happens. But that was a knock and announce raid. They knocked and announced. What, you're not supposed to raid at all? I'm shaking my head. Now officials determined there is not enough evidence, not enough evidence, meaning no evidence, to charge the police officer who fired his weapon. They also say body cam video shows Locke pointed his gun at the officer. And Locke may have been, you know, Amir Locke may have been justified in doing that had he not known, right? But the cop was also justified for shooting him. (laughs) You know, it's what happens. Locke's mother says she's disgusted by the decision. She should be disgusted by herself. Listen to this clip. It's three minutes long. It's basically me. It's a 21-minute press conference. You know, Black's long-winded. So I have a little bit of Al Sharpton of so-called National Action Network. He's the Reverend Al Sharpton. And then I have Benjamin Crump, the, the dark, dark black Black Lives Matter lawyer slash liar, disgusting person, but he makes an interesting point that I wonder what you guys think about. And then it has this woman, the mother of Amir Locke. It's three minutes long, but they are black, so they are somewhat entertaining. I don't think of Al Sharpton as being particularly entertaining, but, you know, Ben Crump gets animated. So, okay, guys. And then this woman, it's kind of interesting because... I had not really heard her talk before, and she's kind of shameless. So, bear with me through this, and here it is. Enjoy, or not. Let me say, as we hear from the mother, who was here in New York, attending Black the Nationalist National Colors. Network's National Convention, and got the word that there would not be charges against the police officer that killed Amir Locke. Is that her real hair? to Minneapolis and did the eulogy at his funeral and worked with this family, along with attorney Ben Crump, who I call the attorney general. Blah, blah, blah. To be supportive of them and them to bond together, unbeknownst to her, Reverend Al, that at the very moment she's preparing to come downstairs, she been gets crumped. the news that they're not going to charge the police officer for breaking into the house in the wee hours of the morning while her son is asleep. He's so asleep that the cop kicks the couch twice to wow, wake is he him drunk? up. Was he, he high? He immediately wakes up not knowing who they are, and he's a law-abiding citizen. He's never had a criminal history has a permit to carry a gun. He goes to protect himself. Where is the 
Second Amendment supporters for black people who have a right to bear arms. Where's the mm. NRA? They should be outraged. It shouldn't just be the National Action Network. They keep promoting Second Amendment gun rights to protect your home, to protect your sanctuary. Mm. So I now feel a, like this was a setup. Mother you talking. You couldn't wait until next week. You couldn't wait until Friday. So, once again, Minneapolis, you're showing your true colors of actually who you are and who you represent. I'm not going to give up. Right now, the Minneapolis police officer that executed my baby boy on 2222. Baby boy. Be prepared for this family. Because every time you take a step, we're going to be right behind you. This is not Whoa. over. You may have been found not guilty, but in the eyes of me, being the mother who I am, you are guilty. And I'm not going to give up. Continue to have your restless nights because I know you do. You were probably restless before they decided to not charge you today. But you're going to continue to be restless because my the spirit of my baby is going to hunt you for the rest of your life. Psycho. I Evil am not woman. disappointed. I am disgusted with the city of Minneapolis. Very disgusted. Look at these posers. I'm to the point to where I want to take back the residency of both my sons from that city. What a psycho, huh? What a malicious, evil woman. What type of mother was she that he was hanging out at a, at a home that would get home invaded by the cops? As Medora says, in the strictest sense, these cops, you know, cops who do these things, they are home invaders. Yeah. A raid. Crazy. Out of control black crime. But they want to focus on what the cops are doing. What a mess. These people are a disgrace. I agree. Sharped and all dried up. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he's like... Frowning, pretending to be all dignified and nodding his head at this woman. Was that her normal hair with the tight curly mess? I don't know, man. Don't say she's pretty, James, says Jib Jab. Mmm, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the thought that came into my mind. But, I mean, I suppose so. She's relatively young. Uh, seems a little mannish. Not manly, because not logical. No authority to her. But she's like wishing sleep, restless nights. We're going to be f- coming for you. You executed him. What a mess, huh? It's, it was an unfortunate incident, I guess. And people say, <laughs> people say, you know, people have called into my show really upset. One, guy, one caller from like D.C. area was so upset when I first covered this story because I was like defending the no-knock raids. Big Bump says it's definitely not her hair. Uh, he witnessed supposedly a, ro- a no-knock raid, saying, oh, it's f- innocent family, they didn't do anything, and killing kids and stuff like that. And I'm sure that does happen. The more out of control the people get, the more excuses you give the government to impose on the rights. And that's why they use the black out-of-control crime to clamp down on the whites. You know, this gun violence epidemic and stuff like that? Give me a break. 
The law-abiding people. Shameful. It's a disgrace. Let me get to Tony in California. He's on the line. Tony, how are you doing? Oh, my goodness, man. It's, it's, it's a shame and a pity how America can justify a murder. A murder? Or an innocent man sleep with a right to bear arm pistol. And you don't, you don't agree with... How can you call that a murder? Because you, you broke into the house. Which you is, which is legal, women. which is legal, women, whether women. it's right you or not, it's legal. Yourself. You did not identify yourself, so you're thinking that the house is being invaded by burglars or somebody. In your imagination, you, you think the, right the guy's thinking that. Hold on, Tony. In your imagination, you think the guy's thinking that. In many cases, they do think that. But you don't know what he knew or didn't know. He was anyway, free. but anyway, you how can you justify calling that a murder? Nothing that you just said because indicates it was it's a murder. A murder man. No, it's not. Was they was they looking for him? Was they looking for him? Nope. So why did they kill him? S- because it wasn't a murder. That you just proved my point. Why it was not a murder. Why did they kill him? Why did they kill him? Because he pointed a gun at them. Allegedly. He didn't point a gun. He had a gun. No, he didn't according point. body didn't cam footage. Him. How do you know that they didn't? He didn't point a gun at them. Because you got the cam footage, right? You got the you got the film right there. You didn't see him pointing nothing. They didn't give him time to point nothing. Uh, they, they said the body boy. cam footage showed him. Yeah. Hold on, man. And that's not a murder anyway. You don't even have to point a gun to call it a murder because if you don't drop less than a second to point the gun at the top and fire the weapon, so just holding the gun. They and that's not a, now how is that a murder? Are you calling it a murder for no reason? They, they busted it and shot him. <clears throat> you just admitted that he, they didn't know who he was. They weren't looking for him. So why do you call it a murder? Murder means you were looking for the guy and you killed him. Who were they looking for? Did they find who they were looking for? I don't know. They were looking for okay, the... Okay. They were at the... His, the he was, he was the not illegal. at his friend's house. I mean, he was at his friend's house. Okay. That's so not you, you called call it a you. murder with, based on no evidence. Okay, that's not the reason. I so you falsely you. accuse? Are you gonna are you gonna retract your statement? You falsely accusing no. cops of murder? No, heck no. They do it every day. No, no, no they don't. No, but the no, reason the reason I called so you, you falsely called it a murder, and you're not gonna take it back because you love lying. I know you are happy today. I know you're very happy today. Why? Because we had a conversation about maybe three, four months ago. Don't you know Tennessee? Bless you, and those who. What are you talking about? Well, they passed a bill. I think it's the number is 233. That you can marry a 12-year-old. What? If you know what they... If, if these white Republicans so low allow an adult to marry a 12-year-old, they're the ones that need to be locked up and let go R. Kelly. <laughs> Uh, R. Kelly, Kelly, I don't know what he did or didn't do, and I don't know anything about this law that allegedly was passed, by, according to you. Well, you know, this is the most lowest thing America could do. No, you don't. You don't know what you're talking about. See, the thing you always want to defend. Why you always want to defend? I'm not defending. I'm just saying it's not the lowest thing. You got a computer right there in front of you. Look it up. I don't feel like looking it up. Because you don't want to speak on it. 
Because I, y'all you don't know me. You don't know me. That, man, come on. I do know you because <laughs> I know what you said three, four months ago. What did I say? You said you would rather have a 12-year-old than a 35-year-old. What? I never said you anything said to the sort. You would rather be with a person that's young than be with a person that got experience. That's not true. You did say that. I never said that. Now you're, now you're lying on me. No, I'm all not. you, you ever do, that, all you ever do, anytime you call into the show, hey, is lie. You sit there and lie on your own show. Man. No, let me tell you. I'll tell you one thing that I did say. Okay, clean it up now. Clean it up. Yeah, clean, clean yourself up, you sick person, you liar. Okay, so what? what one thing that I did say. I'm putting Tony on hold. One thing that I did say is, say, you know, kids are having sex out of wedlock now. It's so disgusting. Thanks to people who's like. People that Tony support, by the way, Democrats and uh, and rhinos. People are having sex out of wedlock, and then you know, thirteen-year-olds get pregnant. They have an abortion that disrupts their body. It's better to have the kid if you get pregnant at a young age, rather than wait and have a kid at age like thirty-five. You're more likely to get breast cancer with that way. It's not good to be waiting, 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 waiting to have kids. You know, uh, you're supposed to. Grow up, become mature, be responsible from a young age, be raised by both parents in a Christian home. Or if it's not Christian, but just be responsible and dignified and don't be having... Uh, be responsible, don't be divor- getting divorced. You raise the kids from a young age, you'll have healthier children, and you won't be miser- a miserable feminist trying to have it all. That's, that's what I said. I didn't say anything about what I prefer. Tony, you sicko? Sicko? You well, sicko? You, you, you something else, man. You, you just like you're something you else. You always want to flip something. But you, but you agree with this law, right? The because Tennessee say, age of consent? Talking about, Tony? Tony, Tony. You're 50 years old, right? Tony, the Tennessee age of consent is 18. Bro, they just passed a bill, 233, that allow adults to marry a 12-year-old. That's so you claim, but you, you always, and, and it may be, but you always call in and lie. No, it don't may be nothing. That, that, no, that's Tony, the truth the matter. you always call in and lie. You're not, a, you're not a, you are not, Tony is not a reliable witness. I had to put him on hold because he keeps on talking. The lowest thing America, ka, ka, ka did is allow people with opinions of this country to continue to stay here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony, you're back on air. You're a mess. Why you always take me off there? You want because you keep you won't shut up. Well, I mean, you got a time to talk. I got time to talk. That's how we had. That's called debating. And then when I'm talking, you try to talk over me. So I put you on hold. You lie to your viewers. That's why you're the one lying to my viewers. And I'm no, not. I'm not fifty. All, I'm, um, America, all you got to do is look up Bill two three three. I don't feel Tennessee. Bill two three. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Bill two three three from Tennessee. So claims. So claims this lying person, and he may be right. I, I don't know. But uh, Asmador has a super chat. <laughs> always talking in circles, man. <laughs> hold on, man. Asmador has a super chat. Says no such bill has been passed. One legislator. Filed an amendment, and he links a uh, story from the Tennessean, which is an affiliate of USA Today, far left USA Today. Tennessee legislator files amendment to the anti-LGBT marriage bill 
amid an age limit backlash. A bill, a Tennessee bill to exclude same-sex couples from proposed legal marriage contract processes sparked widespread backlash after sponsors initially failed to include a minimum age limit in the legislation. So they're saying, oh, a marriage is between a man and a woman, but they didn't impose a minimum age limit uh, in the legislation. Sponsors have submitted amendments to address the issue. And so I, I guess that this is... So are you telling me that you support degenerate fake marriage? Are you, you support so-called same-sex marriage? Do you support, do you support degenerate fake... Nothing to do with that, sir. I am yes or no. my wife, that's how I deal with Yes or no? I have no comment. Coward. But ain't no coward. Yes, you what are. People do it. I have no right to speak on some. Speak on me all no, the time, and you speak and you on America, ca 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 all the time. You don't own nobody. Yes, you I do. You don't own yourself. Neither according do you. You don't own me. According to Jesse, you don't own yourself. So how I go speak on somebody else, what they do in their life? Because you're supposed to be a man. You are a male, well, why, why but you're you not tell, a man. Why don't you tell Jesse that? Why don't you tell Jesse that? I don't have to tell Jesse. Jesse tells people what to do all the time. Oh, oh, he well, he you, says, hold on, he says, do what you want, of course, but we're talking about making laws that pretend that same-sex marriage is real. You are a lying snake, Tony. What I lied about on, on same, I, ain't, I have no comment on that. How because you're a coward. You're trying to say that we're telling people what to do. We're we're you telling do. people that that's not a marriage. You do. Saying that saying that so-called same-sex marriage is not a marriage isn't telling people what to do. Okay. Well, let me ask you See, you're question. slow. Let me ask you you're question. slow. You shouldn't even vote. Oh, hey. What? But the thing is on this what? <laughs> why did a no, white it's a man? Fact. Why did a white store, and the father told him that he wasn't paying for the groceries, and then when they got back home, the white man stabbed his father to death. What's wrong with you white folks, man? That wasn't me, and uh, it sounds I mean, more, it it sounds more you? like your people. No, that's all, no he was pure white. No, it, it happens. It happens more he frequently among blacks than it happens among no, whites. So, all you ever, you know, no, it does. No, it's true. For money. No, 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 no. Kill for money. Y'all kill so for, do blacks. For, for anything. So do blacks. No, we, we ain't got no money according to what y'all no, you got, you got, got too much money. You got too much money. Well, you know what, thing? <laughs> That's your opinion against it. No, it's a fact. I just don't understand y'all white folks, man. Y'all, y'all the, but you know what, man? I did see, I did see this, and this is the true fact. You, white people are dying more than they have babies. So that, what that tells me, God got a plan for y'all. You don't know God. Don't act like you know God. Hey, it might not be your God, but my God is showing me something that white folks are dying more faster than they have in Vegas. You got to see. What that means for you in the the next 15, 20 years, y'all is going to be non existent. (laughs) You don't know what you're talking about. Your God is Satan, Tony. Why do you hate. Why do you. Hold hold on, Tony. 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 Why do you hate white people? I don't hate them. Yes, you do. I don't hate no yes, one. Yes, you do. No. Yes, you do. How you gonna tell me what I do? You hate white people. It's a fact. Well, how you gonna tell me what I am? You how hate can, white how people. How you come out your lips? <laughs> tell me what I am. Because I know that your big lips, your big lying, hate-filled lips, hate white people. You speak hatred well, towards whites every time you call in. 
And why do white folks want to have big fear lips <laughs> like like black folks? We don't. Like I don't. Folks. I don't know why who you're that? talking about. Huh? Not, why is that? No, not one normal white <laughs> wants big black lips. <laughs> you're sick, man. This guy is That's trash. Amazing, man. Y'all always want to imitate somebody else. <laughs> How about you get out of my country? What country? This is America. Where are you from? You how about, from here? How about the... Hey, 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 Tony. I'm you not an immigrant. You are an immigrant. I'm a Native American. You're an immigrant. I'm a Native American, Native Tony. American. You're an immigrant. No, I'm a Native American. I was born here. You, you Two you people who were born here. No, Tony. no, no, no. That's, that's, that's a lie. That's a a quite bad one, lie. one last question for you, because you're such yes, a mess. Uh, yes, Brad and M asks, what about the black man raping uh, women in the middle of Walmart? Well, What's wrong with you people? What's wrong with you black people? He had a Does God illness. have a plan for you black people? Is, is, there a, is something wrong with whoever uh, uh, that guy uh, uh, is? Uh, 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 he uh, uh, had a mental illness, Okay. Yeah. Oh, the, any time well, a black white, does something wrong, oh, it's a mental race, illness. Oh, white, oh, it's not because he was raised wrong. The Russians over there, they're raping the... They're Bye, Tony. Goodbye. <laughs> Gotta go. Oh, my gosh. Terrible. I have a super chat that is from Asmador that says, the outcome of not my business. And so I have this meme that says... Gay marriage, how did it happen in the uh, folder here? I just dragged it into the exterior portion of this folder. And I shall describe it for the audio podcast viewers. There's a four-panel comic cartoon type of a thing. And it has this guy who says to an upstanding, well-dressed man, why do you care if they take Christ out of schools? This guy is, looks like he might be white, but uh, probably not a normal white. He says, why do you care if you, they take Christ out of schools? And then he tells, and then in the second panel, and that was at a, in front of a schoolhouse with children, with children. And then in the second panel, this uh, same guy is uh, haranguing this upstanding, well-dressed white man who's wearing a suit standing in front of a church with two males pretending to be holding book female bride bouquets pretending that they're same-sex married. Why do you care if they legalize gay marriage? This, uh, probably not a Christian cartoon character says. And then in the third panel, uh, he, he harangues, he's in a neighborhood and he harangues the white guy who's well-dressed in a suit. And this guy who's, uh, less well-dressed says, and he's fatter too, less fit and shorter says, why do you care that your the neighbors are gay? A couple of kids were like confused at seeing this public indecency of, you know, the gays holding hands and being all nasty together, right? And then, uh, in the fourth panel it says, <laughs> this is kind of long-winded, but I'm explaining it for the podcast listeners. And probably the podcast listeners are not quite following, but anyway. This guy who's also not a Christian is finally not happy. Because the well-dressed white man who's tall and fit and wearing a suit with his son says, we are moving. And the, and the guy who's like, why do you care? Why do you care? Why do you care? Why do you take care they take Christ to the schools? Why do you care if they legalize gay marriage? Why do you care the neighbors are gay? And then he says, how did this happen? And his son, his little son who's been with him throughout this panel says, dad, I'm a girl now. 
So he's like, how did this happen? And the guy said, we are moving. <laughs> and that's uh, the end result of uh, the outcome of not my business. Thanks for uh, keeping that up there, Chris. What a mess, huh? Tony. What a joke. What a joke. I, can you picture his children? I think he has grown children. Uh, you're an immigrant. <laughs> can you picture his children taking him seriously? I can't. Uh, Brandon M. says it has another super chat. I just got through reading a uh, comic strip. Very poignant one. Brandon M. says, it wouldn't surprise me if Tony had a, a white husband. <laughs> oh, come on. But that's none of my business, says Brandon M. Pretty funny. Uh, more super chats from streamlabs.com slash the hate report. What a mess, huh? Okay. John WX25 says... So now we know for a fact that inmates have more moral character on how to deal with pedophiles that hurt children than a Supreme Court justice. Every Democrat, as well as Murkowski, Collins, and Mittens, as in Mitt Romney. Interesting. Interesting. Although, uh, because the prison inmates, he's saying, would, you know, kill or or punish, corporal punishment against the uh, pedophiles. I don't know... I wouldn't call that better, necessarily, but they do have, people are like, oh, at least they have some standard. Yeah, these people are evil, for sure. EspertBibby42 says, I remember the conversation Tony is going on about, says EspertBibby42. Tony is lying, and he spells Tony, (laughs) T-O-N-I, the female spelling. He, uh, some people call him Toby. He, he casually put those words out in the open and claimed Hake said them, when in fact it was all Tony. Leads me to believe he may have done something in his past that he is projecting. So says Espert Bibby 42 Well, thank you guys. Uh, helping set the record straight. On these lion black collars, so disgraceful. So wrong. Let me go back and finish the last bit of this, um, of this story on the Black Lives Matter. Because the far-left female run out with the skim says, Black lives still matter. <laughs> oh, gosh. Be quiet. Don't worry your pretty little heads about politics. You don't believe in God. You don't have common sense. It's been almost two years, they say, since the death of Georgia, Florida. I call him Georgia, Florida, because that's what my second favorite caller, Earl, who has not called in in almost a year, used to call George Floyd. Georgia, Georgia, Florida, Florida. (laughs) I'm like, Georgia, Florida? Oh, he meant George Floyd. He just said, uh, after both. Uh, Reinvigorated. Two years since the death of George, George Floyd. Reinvigorated. Wow, a death reinvigorated. How morbid the evil Black Lives Matter so-called movement. Isn't that interesting wording? Reinvigorated. Put more energy. They get energy from death. That he brought on himself, by the way. The overdose death. I can't breathe. Put me on the ground. I don't want to be in the... I'm a... 
put me on the ground. I don't want to be in this car. I'm, I can't breathe in here. And still last year, black Americans accounted for 27% of those killed by police. Twice the rate of white Americans and twice their share of the population. You know, blacks are like supposedly 13% of the population, maybe 14, maybe 12. I'm not sure. Might be going down because those Hispanics and, and Asians and Muslims are going up. Uh, interesting that they point out that black Americans, so-called Americans, were 27% of those who were killed by police. Most of those police uh, killings by police are justified, bottom line, justified, or they are not murders. There was, a call, there was a guy in the chat who was saying that that was a murder. I'm blanking on the name of the user in YouTube who said that that was a murder of a mere lock. How can you call it a murder? It was not with malice aforethought, and it was not in the commission of a crime. Some people say that it should be a crime, in which case they would not do no-knock raids, right? But it's legal. Whether it's right or not, it's legal. So it's not a murder. It's just not. So anyway. Uh, and they didn't know who he was. They saw the gun. And according to them, he pointed the gun at them. I did, have never watched the body cam video footage. But you see him with the gun. It doesn't take much to point it at him. But they say that he pointed it at them. And usually... It turns out that they're not lying. Especially when they say that body cam footage shows it. Maybe there was some body cam footage that was, has not been seen by the public, right? Anyway. Uh, it's interesting that they point out that 27% of, of uh, those killed by police are black. Isn't it interesting that over the, a recent whole decade, 40% of those who killed cops, 40%. We're black. From, I think, like 2005 to 2014, more than 39%, almost 40% of the uh, 13% uh, of the population were cop killers. Blacks overrepresented by like three times their share of the population. I think they're like four times as likely as whites to kill cops. So it would follow... You would, it would, that seems like the tip of the iceberg to show that, oh, you know what? Maybe it is reasonable that cop, that blacks are more likely to get killed by cops. Because they're also more likely to kill cops. By even more. Blacks resist arrest at eight to nine times more than whites in San Francisco. Uh, that was shown, I remember Jared Taylor tweeted that out of American Renaissance. And I looked it up and yet, sure enough. The statistics showed, in San Francisco area anyway, blacks were eight or nine times as likely to resist arrest. And we all know that. We all know that. They kill cops four times as much as whites per capita. They're 40% of cop killers over a recent decade per FBI. The far-left FBI, by the way, they start to... It's so bad that the FBI and and the DOJ start to editorialize crime... And editorializing is coming up with things called hate crimes. They editorialize it. And they don't get all of the stats either. They don't have complete numbers. It's, it's worse than they're admitting. And they stopped counting, you know, black-on-white rapes. They stopped counting interracial rapes because blacks were raping like 30 times more 
I mean, like, blacks would rape, like, 20,000 people in 2008. Allegedly, right? It's probably sexual assault, too, like, whatever. Sexual assault is, like, you could, I don't know, people accuse Trump of sexual assault, you know? But anyway, uh, according to the criminal victimization surveys, there's, like, 20,000 black-on-white rapes and zero white-on-black rapes. (laughs) I guess those black women, just less desirable, according to the whites. Uh, and blacks commit murder at, like, six times the rates that whites do. So, pretending that, uh, oh, it's, oh my gosh, it's systemic racism, that blacks are less likely to get killed by police than to kill police, you know, per cap compared to their share of the population and stuff, and less likely to get killed by police than they are to commit murder, like, three times, six times as much as whites? What a mess, huh? The Minneapolis mayor is not a Christian, by the way. That's that Jacob Frey guy. Oh, gosh, they were protesting this Amir... Amir Locke guy? Blah, blah, blah guy. Uh, The mayor announced a policy prohibiting police from no-knock search warrants in most cases. Other states have enacted similar policies. Only four have outright banned no-knock warrants. And that's something that some people are for. I don't know, do you think that, uh... You think the NRA should stand for uh, Amir Locke? This is a revolt against racism. Stop the war on black America. Party for socialism and liberation. <laughs> oh, gosh. They lied. Frey lied. Jacob Frey, who's not a Christian. Amir died. Justice for Amir Locke. And all stolen lives. You know, uh, don't live in such a way as to get your life lost, whether justly or unjustly. Be wise, because uh, reality is, can be merciless. No more no-knocks, says these people. But then they say Black Lives Matter. Can't get with that. Anyway, guys, this has been... We are overtime. This has been the, the Hake Report. Appreciate you bearing with me. Thank you for joining. Uh, I shall catch you tomorrow. Uh, hopefully. It will be Friday. Thanks, and take care.